0: Should we do some kind of wrap-up? What do you mean, wrap-up? I don't know. No. (laughs) What
1: are you talking about? This isn't a VH1. (laughs) (laughs) I love 2020. Uh Uh-huh.
0: All the top things that happened in 2020. All the top things that happened in 2020. The longest
1: decade that you've ever lived.
0: Literally. (laughs) Remember last year in March? Or February? In January. That was last year. Yeah. Then this is this year. Yes. And now we're going into 2021. What? Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Okay, the cats are really MMA over here. MMA.
0: MMA fighters. They're meeting
1: in the octagon. Yeah. I think that's what they do. What? In MMA. They what? They meet in the octagon.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: To fight. To fight. Not to meet.
0: No. To fight. In order, to, in order to fight. Meet me in the no, octagon. That's where the MMA fighters go, like, afterwards to, to apologize. Yeah. Oh, what? What? <laughs> I'm sorry I hit you I'm really hard. I'm sorry I hit you. I'm
1: sorry I hit you. I'm sorry I hit you. <laughs> I to, I'm undergoing accountability process. Do you yes. think
0: they ever apologize? And not apologize, okay. but, like... <sighs> I don't know. Like, do you think afterwards they can have a relationship? Do you think they feel bad? Like, is a yeah. question? Do you think afterwards they, like, t- go to talk to each other? Do they feel, like, are they friends afterwards? Is it, like, it's just a game, it's just a job kind of thing mentality? Or do you think people really are like, no, I'm going to fuck fuck you. I'm just, like, trying to put together in my head what makes you think that I would have any insight <laughs> into this question whatsoever. I
1: don't know. You me about sports people? I don't know how Human they think. Human behavior in general. I don't know how
0: they think. I don't know how they think.
1: <laughs> I don't no, know
0: anything about don't. them. I don't know anything about them. I don't know anything mm, about them.
1: Mm-mm. No, no, no. Listeners, if you know anything about sports people, please answer Al's question. Specifically,
0: M- oh, we do have a listener who would know actually the answer to this question. Oh, well then that listener. Please let me know us. about fighting. <laughs> email um, us at heyemotionallabor.com. At hey, com, and like afterwards. Oh, oh, my God, you don't even know our. Did you I say you? oh I meant hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you
1: said In- com instead of co. Co
0: because I, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I thought you said ho, and I said, like, did I combine co and hey and say ho? <laughs> Emo? It's it so disappointing. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> the production of words is so impaired.
0: Say what? The production of words oh. is so impaired.
1: Sorry, to am Oh,
0: say. you get to make the mouth sounds. This okay,
1: this is nowhere near as gross as your like, wet strawberry munching. Well, uh, well, never, don't
0: yuck a young. I absolutely will yuck your yum. <laughs> Maybe someone thinks That yours, was yuck. Yours is yuck okay well they're wrong so okay um what are we talking about today al today we're talking about um the the back to quote-unquote normal the return to labor Mm -hmm. return to capitalism 2021 is coming joe biden's officially the president i received a notification no he's not
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, he's
0: not. He's not officially the president until January 21st. So That's all, true. Everybody calm
1: down. That's true. We everybody have to calm. We have to get yeah. another
0: notification. Okay, so I guess the ring that has gone through is the electoral... Hillary Clinton long's it been since cl- cast the election? her electoral vote. Um, How long has it been? Um, a month and like a week. I feel like I've seen no less than
1: 600 headlines. Yeah. Every day. Yes. Like, yeah. Announcing the results of the election. Yeah, I feel like there's some states that still don't know. They're just kind of going with it. Asserted over and over again to the point that like, okay, not to be QAnon, but not to be conspiratorial, but if I were a conspiratorial minded person, it would be really conspicuous just how hard... The DNC is insisting that they've won the election. Yeah, I, I'd be like, who are you trying to convince? I wasn't suspicious uh, until I saw 600 <laughs> headlines every single day insisting to me
0: that, that he won. That Joe Biden is in fact.
1: I believed you, but I feel like you protest too much. I protest
0: a little too much. I'm kidding. I'm not
1: kidding. I'm,
0: I'm not kidding. I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding. Um, I do think the DNC is up
1: to something. They're up yeah. to a lot of things.
0: I don't know if it's that. No. But they're clearly still they're they're up to the return to labor. They're up to.
1: And that's the real gag is actually the election is all smoke and mirrors because the real mm. thing that's happening is is uh, capitalism. Yeah. Hit the bomb.
0: Yeah. Now that the the vaccine is here. Sort of. Yeah. What are you talking about? Imminently. Five people have it. Five people have it. But wow, it's, you did that
1: so confidently as if it was a real number that I said. Well,
0: it could be. Five it people could be have five. it. It could be five. It could be 15. It could be 100 <laughs> people in a room. And, and maybe one, five of them have and the And maybe they're back. vaccinated. And that's okay for them to be in that room. <laughs> and you have to pay to be in that room. Um, I think uh, they did say some level of front line. I actually, so today I got COVID tested at the Baltimore Convention Center and I asked the person doing my intake i was like so do you all are you all on the roster for the covid vaccine like what's your inside scoop and the person i was talking to was like well i am an er nurse too so i am definitely on the front to get it and like she was like uh i she wasn't like a hunt. it didn't sound like she was like Going in with full confidence of like... She didn't seem hype yes, about it. The yes, vaccine. She wasn't no. like, yes, daddy Biden, give me my vaccine, yes. She was and... very like, I'm having trepidations and I've done a lot of research. Like, I feel confident about the science behind why the vaccine right. exists what but, but i'm gonna get the vaccine and then just like la-di-da-di-da start open mouth kissing all my friends no yeah. and she was she did make a comment of like well and there are still gonna be people who get it first so i'm yep. glad mm-hmm. so there, even this er nurse who's like done all this research and like is surrounded by colleagues in the and medical also field also is at
1: so much risk that it's like so yeah, much there's risk. a lot of
0: compelling like i have thought about this
1: as somebody who who works from home i uh-huh. really doesn't have a lot of reasons to be within 6 feet of anybody but you and our cats yeah. is like i i don't need to get the vaccine no. for a, a while mm-hmm. because my life doesn't really need to meaningfully change for a while and my my risk is still pretty low i can still mitigate a lot yeah. of my risk yeah the uh, the alternative situation mm-hmm. if i was in a situation where i was going to work not just well, going yeah. to work a job but just to work
0: in that field where COVID is where, right. i'm going to
1: covet's house of course i would want to be vaccinated but yeah i hear the trepidation um
0: yeah you seem distracted so uh, the cats are um mma fighting <laughs> in a very funny way um on the floor um yeah there's gonna be some <laughs> i'm sorry i wish i could show people walter's face it's just very distracting um he has no teeth in his mouth just hangs open a little bit agape all the time well, like he's always like oh a little shocked, yeah. Uh-huh. It's great. Not offended. Not mm-hmm. uh-huh. offended. Um but yeah, that is the part of it though of like the return to labor, the expectation of what things are going to, not that the America has has actually done much of anything, for many people this scenario is already true of like yeah, the, of course I've returned to labor. Everything is business as usual um on on my In in my world, because it has to be right. There's people who have been working just since March. Since March, yeah, and not and not essential workers. Right. I mean, yes, essential workers, but like our we have friends who who work at Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. Who continue to go to Starbucks. Currently, they're not making hazard pay. So Mm -hmm. you go to Starbucks in Baltimore for eleven dollars an hour Mm -hmm. as a barista because now there's more of a demand for Starbucks because of return to labor. I mean, there, Starbucks also never closed. No. But there was, and there was points where there was hazard pay or things like this or da-da-da. I remember or six months ago open. when, yeah. like, mm-hmm. there were, like,
1: what's, eviction moratoriums mm-hmm. and, like, extra
0: unemployment and, like, yeah. places were closing. Places were closing. And now you have this interesting dynamic, right? We have last week Baltimore and New York closed indoor outdoor dining <clears throat> um, because of covid spread you Which have would this
1: seem to suggest a, <laughs> a restriction uh-huh. of, that when we were going back to with the way things were uh-huh.
0: earlier in this pandemic mm-hmm. and it seems and yet because because now you've just done the thing where you have eliminated jobs right again but with, rents still do but rents still do unemployment's you're not giving not pandi- increased, unemployment's yeah. not increased they've maryland specifically has made it harder to get unemployment about covid and Maryland's unemployment is terrible. Um, and this is my me speaking from my experience of having New, a New York State unemployment and also having gone through a process of trying to get it here because I thought I would get it here. Mm-hmm. And just talking to other people, mm-hmm. of like, what their experience is of, wow, damn, that's fucking crazy. So you have people losing their jobs, again, because of COVID, suggesting a restriction, but there's nothing in sight in terms of relief. It's all the relief is the vaccine. Well, I saw
1: a headline today that, uh, progressives, which I was like, progressives, mm-hmm. plural, but uh-huh. whatever. Um, there's there was some like, bill that was like, mm-hmm. we're not going to sign the coronavirus relief unless there's a $2,000 stimulus, uh-huh. which is like, it's just bleak. You know yeah. what I mean? I have no energy left to say anything else. It's bleak. That's our best case scenario. Mm-hmm. That's our like pie in the sky. Our pie in the sky sucks. And also it's like pie in the sky but the pie in the sky is a 15-year-old fruitcake. Like Ew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yet I'm expected to wait till I die to get it. You to get Fuck. this
0: stupid <laughs> fruitcake. I hate it here. Uh. <laughs> this is the bad place. This is the bad place. This the is the worst place. place. Like especially looking around the globe at just like the differences in it's all bad, but really like the differences are just astonishing cuz like you said 2000 like when I to hear that number is like it's so sad to me that my mind is the wow that's a lot of money because no, it's it isn't. not it's not no it's not but it's i wouldn't even shocked. a month of living expenses no but i would be shocked i would be shocked if they signed a bill where every american got $2000 at this point that's the part where i was like that's too much money and I, and that's why they can be called progressives, well, right. because in that world everyone was probably a which is again just there like are are you're Places joking? where
1: people have just been paid to stay home since since, since, the since. spring since, since the
0: spring, but also they're not in the same place too where we're at well, now. Right. What is it like? Three hundred thousand people dead. That's a lot of people. A lot of people. And and the, and, and, and the vibe is so back to work. Yes, that's normal. And if you read, like I was reading, um a. Uh, article yesterday about what's going on in, like, New Zealand and COVID. <laughs> the article read with a tone that felt as serious as the ones that we read of, like, yeah, COVID is serious, blah, blah, blah. And they're talking about having six new cases a day and having a total of, like, 56 people with active cases and how they're being very cautious about this and mm-hmm. how it's changing how they're doing everything. Mm-hmm. They're using that tone with 56 people and they still don't have everything back up and running in the same way that we're pushing here. And we have every- there's one in if you put what 100 people in the room, what's the likelihood that one of those people has COVID? Here, it's probably like 30 percent. Yeah, I'm not doing math. So yeah, yeah, something that's like
1: that. A number. Oh, we can pull up that that app calculator. Yeah, that find thing. out. Although at this point, it's like it doesn't matter. At this point, mm-hmm. I feel like no matter where you live in America, I would just assume that everywhere is COVID. Uh huh. Like, Which just uh- treat every place like there's somebody with
0: COVID there. And unfortunately, when that is coupled with the push to labor, well, right becomes the nihilist, the nihilism again yeah. of like capitalism is what it is. I have to go to work. Yeah, I could get COVID, but what else am I supposed to do?
1: I mean, I understand people not having the stamina to yeah. social distance, stamina, wear masks, masks
0: and wash their hands, whatever, whatever.
1: When it's like, and also I have to spend eight hours a day at work at my server job, yes. at my cooking job, at my
0: any job that puts you any in person. I mean, even some of the um, well, working from home is not a no. uh,
1: walk in the park either from a mental health perspective. Right. Depending on what your situation is, but yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I was just saying of thinking about of like... Having I, any job right now. Having any sucks. job right yeah. now. Because because at some point, like I'm thinking about clinician friends I had, um, like thinking of emotional labor of like... The podcast? Ding. Ding. Yep, mm-hmm. that's the title of the podcast. Um, so my friends being therapists... And still having these days where they have to see five clients, mm-hmm. which is like that a full day is a full day mm-hmm.
1: under the best of circumstances.
0: Under yes, that's a full day under the the best of circumstances. And it's not just that
1: you're having a tough time; it's that also all five of your clients are having, having a tough a time. Because guess what? Hey, it's a
0: global time. pandemic, right? In this way, that it's like there is a there's got to be a balance of like, how do we balance it? Because no clinician right now, sorry clinicians, but if you are having, if you're working, if you are working five days a week and your average, yeah, if your average number of clients a day is five, like you're not doing a good job, sorry. Not, not that it's your fault wow. that you have five, but like you're actually not as Capable as you think you are and and it's a there's a level of delusion that gets you through that much Kind of stuff and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're being harmful I should like rephrase of like you're not doing a good job It's kind of punitive and parental but like you're not taking care of yourself. You're not going to be you're not going to be giving the best work that you like want to give most most of the time like Again, you are probably engaging in some level of delusion in some area of your life to maintain the the, output. the out, yeah to maintain this like including things that are assumptions about yourself that actually hurt you in the long run but they maintain a delusion.
1: Yeah. Are you talking to our listeners, Al, or are you talking to yourself?
0: Oh, both. Always. Always. That's <laughs> also how I am as a therapist. Yeah. I if you're if you're my client, please know that I'm also talking to myself. I'm talking about myself. I don't have to it, I don't have it all figured out. Mm. I had three clients yesterday and I, I, I messed it up. (laughs) I was like, whoopsie, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's fine. And also I have, if I have that kind of relationship with myself and then I have that kind of relationship with my clients, one that is still like, it's not, it, 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 that is clearly communicates that I care. When -hmm. things happen like that, we can have compassion and repair and it's ultimately. Yeah. Humane. Humane. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, there's a level of expectation that like all laborers right now not all laborers but a lot of people are putting on themselves and doing and it makes sense
1: I mean it would be really nice to not have to to think about doing things mm-hmm. in a goal of pandemic and the reality is that like even in the best case of scenarios there's always essential work there's al- it's always somebody's job to do mm-hmm. certain things because of the way that our world is set up mm-hmm and i think the reality is that like the combination of it's a combination of a lot of factors Mm -hmm. so this is sort of the i guess the crux of what we're trying to talk about this episode Mm -hmm. that not just this return to labor but also this like i think more like emotional anthropological thing that's happening Mm -hmm. of like 2020 is coming to an end there's a vaccine Mm -hmm. there's this feeling that like we are somehow somehow at the end of this year something is different like Mm -hmm. Uh, something is different meaningfully we're moving into a new like Mm -hmm. inflection point of the arc of history or whatever in this way that feels very especially after 2020 Mm -hmm. naive of like if there's anything that i've learned this year it's that literally anything can happen at any time and that just because something just happened doesn't mean that something else won't happen that like gambler's Mm -hmm. fallacy thing Uh of like, no well no way could i have like two lightning strikes in mm-hmm. one week of like, well, you can, actually. You can. It might not be likely, but it's possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when I think about 2021, I think about all of the problems that are happening right now, whether or not they look like we have mm-hmm. solutions that are coming down the pipeline. Then I also think about all the problems that we, I don't want to say can't anticipate because there's certainly things that like can be anticipated. Mm-hmm. There are things that are worth talking about, hence us talking about them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But there are also things that are like, I mean, like you were saying earlier. Okay, coronavirus vaccine, sure. Mm -hmm. But that's not, like... There's going to be another pandemic. Like, that's... Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's there's going to be another pandemic. We're also in a climate crisis. Yes. Right. Which is...
0: Those two things are, like, handshake emoji. Uh They're, like, part of the same process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to do this again. Yeah. And I bet... I could probably safely bet in 10 years we'll do this again. I mean, that doesn't sound unlikely. Yeah.
1: Especially... So there's that there's Mm -hmm. the the oh like you know trump is no longer trump lost he's not Mm -hmm. gonna be president anymore Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which is again so like but then his trump supporters don't like magically evaporate overnight no trump judicial appointees don't magically evaporate overnight the Biden administration is not going to magically be Mm -hmm. something that it has never claimed to be, which is friendly to the Mm -hmm. working man. Um, You know, it's not, that's not where we're going with this. So Mm -hmm. the idea that like daddy Biden takes office and then everything is really cool and normal. Mm -hmm. We have a return to normalcy.
0: What if we just ping pong back again in four years? Again, we do this weird thing. Four years is generous. Yeah. What's going to happen in January? I mean, with the, yeah, true. What's going to happen in January? I'm thinking about like the silly election cycles. There's a
1: non zero percentage of people who are so like convinced, committed that the election was rigged that they're like, time to take to the streets. And that's, I'm not saying that I think civil war is imminent. mm -hmm. I'm also just saying like, again, I mean, I think we said this around the time of the election as well, that like, I'm certainly not sad that Trump didn't win. You know, uh-huh, that's uh-huh. not the emotional experience. But I do not understand. It's hard to wrap my mind around the amount of relief and, like, joy that people seem to feel around Biden winning because there's not, I'm like, what? So? Like, I don't feel any more mm-hmm. protected from the possibility of, like, white supremacist political violence. No. Like, what? What, you, what about Biden being president makes that feel so, like, whew, don't have to worry about that anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like an overexpression of that, of relief of this thing of like, do you really think that? Do you really think that, like, do you really think that?
1: Well, and I get it. It would be a nice world to believe in. It would be a nice world to live in if that's how things worked. Mm -hmm. But it's not. So, Mm -hmm. wake up, sheeple. Wake up, sheeple. It's not a great thing. Next year's gonna be tough. Yeah. It's not gonna be any less tough than this year. Mm Mm-hmm. It might even be tougher. Mm-hmm. I don't think that needs to be, I don't know. I feel like that can very easily, it's black pill, right? Of, like, that very easily is, like, the swan dive into nihilism of, like, well, if things are always going to be bad, then what's the point of mm-hmm. trying to do anything? mm mm-hmm. uh, And that's, listen, <clears throat> I'm not going to try and convince anybody otherwise. That's right. You know, your thoughts are your thoughts. However, I will say. I feel like there is something about this kind of like big collective experience of crisis and upheaval that's really forcing a lot of, <clears throat> for lack of a better word, uh, like coping skills and mm-hmm. like developing some, I don't know, grace and ability to let go of uh-huh. control. <laughs> yeah. Mostly because the control is being ripped from your hands. Like yeah. it's not really an option at that point. Which is really upsetting and is really distressing, especially depending on the, the corresponding material conditions, but mm-hmm. I, am, I am of the belief that like, I don't know, there's a lot, of, a lot of, not in like a superficial way, like a lot of utility to finding ways to experience pleasure even amidst like immense difficulty. Things being hard, things mm-hmm. being bad mm-hmm. and unfair and uncool and difficult and painful, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not easy. But it's a very worthwhile skill to develop. Mm-hmm. Especially, again, looking down the barrel of 2021. Like, I don't feel like I can, you know, whatever, like, amount of effort I've applied towards the self-care muscle in 2020, yeah. I don't feel like I can set that down now that 2021 is yeah. around the corner because mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. are about to get so much more chill and easy.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. No. Mhm. It is definitely a a uh. And unfortunately like you're saying, I mean the 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 skill that people have implemented is delusion yeah. is yeah.
1: But I think that's also what I mean by, like, you know, having control ripped out of your hands. Yeah. Like, the delusion is, can, I mean, I was going to say it can only take you so far. It actually can take you
0: as far as you want. It can take you anywhere.
1: (laughs) What I more so mean by that is, like, for most people, Uh there's a limit to how much you can push the delusion before it breaks. Before it breaks, yeah. And I think that the the pushing has been happening, it's accelerating. Yeah. It has been an accelerating force. That's true. It has, uh, Yeah. What's the the what's happening around the solstice? It's like Jupiter is conjuncting with Saturn or something. Mm. Some wild astrology shit. I gotta do my Google. We gotta look it up before I start talking shit. Honestly,
0: yeah. Um, Oops. Yeah, we gotta look it up. We can't say anything. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. But that being said, but solstice. Not under solstice. She she arrives. She's nearby. She's nearby, and it's currently and twa- time, uh, snowing. Mm-hmm. It is here mm-hmm. as we look out the window. Um, um,
1: but yeah, solstice is coming, and what a better solstice is coming, and what a better time to <sighs> think about
0: mm-hmm.
1: how you stain yourself
0: mm-hmm.
1: in cold and dark times.
0: In cold and dark times, how do you create light? Suggestions: uh-huh. bake pie, bake a pie, make soup, make soup, uh, take baths. Baths, yeah, pleasurable activities. List. Pleasurable
1: activities, having it's mm-hmm. and it's again not <clears throat> not in like a superficial way. Like no, those those small pleasures are actually really mm-hmm. meaningful in getting uh, not getting through something like making it tolerable while the suffering mm-hmm. is happening, but like literally creating the conditions mm-hmm. for to to heal from to like repair mm-hmm. from whatever is is happening.
0: Yeah. And that process might be frustrating at first. And I think um, we've brought it up on here the thing of like what is good for you doesn't necessarily always feel good at first. Of mm-hmm. like you might not be used to what it feels like to, like when people start a mindful practice, you might not be used to what it feels like to be still or to put your feet on the ground um you might realize how uncomfortable that makes you. Well, that's really the first mm-hmm. step of it is like you mm-hmm. can't
1: you can't figure out how to feel good until you start noticing, noticing when you feel bad. You and feel that bad. that is the part that is hard I think for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the delusion wall of like yeah. you have to get you have to break through that initial barrier to mm-hmm. even get to the side of I want to pursue what is pleasurable to me.
0: Yes. And that barrier depending on a lot of things is can be thicker or thinner and yeah, harder to hold or, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And to find the, and to be able to find the things, like to tolerate it enough while also experimenting to find the thing that actually makes you feel good or, or leads to, you know, actualized pleasure. And that's um, a whole other list of barriers that come with that, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we just... We live in a society yeah, that really society. does not does not um, prioritize or like educate around mm-hmm. or, or anything any uh, aspect of pleasure mm-hmm. any any kind mm-hmm. <laughs> except for maybe like sadistic pleasure. Sadistic pleasure that's pretty privileged in our society yeah. that we live in. The pleasure of domination uh-huh. <laughs> is definitely privileged in our society. Yeah, um, but that's not just to be super clear. That's not the kind of pleasure that we're talking. No. Mm-mm. It's actually not very good for you. No. Long term. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Poison's your soul.
0: Poison's your soul. Poison is pretty privileged in our society. Um, Say that again? Poison is pretty privileged in our society. Yeah. Pretty privileged. Bars. Bars. Poison is pretty privileged. <laughs> poison is pretty privileged. It's true. Um, but, you know, but uh, though that being said like like you were saying that is happening faster for people because of covid like being able to have the time and space to rest to heal the the one of the biggest material material barriers is work labor and that again backing into this thing of like how it's making people how society is returning people to labor
1: well because that's ultimately that's the beginning and end of it is Mm -hmm. like you can think and meditate all the live long Mm -hmm. day on what is pleasurable to you but Mm -hmm. like what's fundamentally pleasurable is like Mm -hmm. do i have a place to sleep do i have like Mm -hmm. food to eat do i have a comfortable environment like these things that are that because we live under capitalism are like do i am i able to pay for these things
0: yeah the way you achieve those things can is can i pay for the
1: stuff that i need to exist comfortably in like the physical body that i inhabit and yes. that is by itself already a pretty high bar to
0: clear yeah because it require yeah the high, a high bar to clear that ultimately it's like we require you to hurt yourself to get this thing so that you can finally find the thing that makes you feel good it's like mm-hmm. it's like you never can it's a mm-hmm. terrible
1: you have to have cycle. a job that will pay for the apartment Or for the house Mm -hmm. that will make you you feel good. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No. So that though is the benefit. Even with people returning to labor now, I do think it is with new insight. I think it's with new a, a new baseline for some people. I am continuously hearing more and more people leaving their jobs and when they have the like people taking advantage of an opportunity that actually privileged was privileged to them and existed before in a way that they couldn't see because they didn't have that experience of like oh I can feel this thing i am entitled to this way i could i can sit with this discomfort well, because
1: the risk involved the in, risk in doing that mm-hmm. is so much greater now and it is partially like an, an unveiling of mm-hmm. well actually this risk always existed the other way too that being mm-hmm. beholden to those institutions yes. is just as vulnerable as trying to like jump ship from them yes if not more so arguably spiritually well right when, exactly. the, when that financial incentive gets taken away <laughs> of like actually now participating in that doesn't even meet your basic needs Mm -hmm. so then why participate in it Mm -hmm. now what are you getting out of it Mm -hmm. actually nothing nothing so it's easier to see i think what is appealing or interesting about the alternative way Mm -hmm. the problem is making the alternative way workable sustainable yeah
0: livable livable and if if enough people are not also engaged in the alternative way then it actually becomes harder for the alternative way to exist on any kind of level so part right. of it is like mutual aid building your community and then the other part of it is like simultaneously bringing more people into that sort of network
1: yeah the way the way that you create like a sustainable way of existing mm-hmm. outside of these like super oppressive systems mm-hmm. is through like community, Mm -hmm. pro-social behavior, connecting people, Mm -hmm. mutual aid, Mm -hmm. these things that are granted a lot easier said than done, especially in the time of COVID, Mm -hmm. like it's hard to build community if that hasn't existed where you are, if you are not able to like communicate with people Mm -hmm. hyperlocally, if you are, I mean, for a million reasons, you can't be within six feet, well, not can't be, but Mm -hmm. you ought to be within six feet Mm -hmm. of each (laughs) other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it makes it really hard especially in the winter time to like connect yes 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 and Mm -hmm. I mean there's always going to be a million reasons to not do anything Mm -hmm. it's about figuring out what are the barriers that are worth dealing with overcoming what are the challenges that you're willing to accept Mm -hmm. I think the mythology of like there's an option there's a pathway you can choose where there are no challenges is like that doesn't exist so
0: exactly exactly and it's like we've talked about before, the devil you know piece of like mm-hmm. the idea that doing something different is somehow inherently more risky when it's like that's not true at all. And and again, the spirituality part of like, I don't know, look at the generate. look at boomers, look at your parents, look at this, like, what do you mean return to normal? Right. What do you mean I can't wait for this vaccine? Why? So you can continue to put money in your 401k? Look, the
1: things that people point to is uh-huh. like... These are the things. This is what it's all for. This yeah. is like the version of the past that I'm trying to reclaim by living this way in the present because uh-huh. I think this is what's going to be promised to me. Uh-huh. First of all, none of that ever existed. Uh-huh. The nuclear family has never existed as, like, a healthy, functional...
0: No. D-
1: ...component of society. Mm-hmm. The American homeowner mythology has never existed in America the mm-hmm. way that you think it has no. or the way that we've been taught to think of it as now, contemporarily. Yeah. Like, a measurement stick for success and, like, well-being and value and productivity and blah, 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 blah. Character. Right. Right. Um, and for all of these things to to be true... And then to still be like, well, but I should have the good job so that they contribute to my 401k mm-hmm. so that I can retire comfortably is like, look, I'm not saying that that's impossible. People can make that happen. Uh-huh. For most of us,
0: mm-hmm.
1: ahistorical. historical, Especially at this moment in our economy and in mm-hmm. our like global, political, economic context. But even before that, for most of us, not realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, without such severe psychological maiming that like, yeah you willy really loam in it when you're, like, in your 60s. Mm-hmm. So, dot, dot,
0: dot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: And it's unpleasant to be, like, mm-hmm. I want to be do things a different way and I don't know what the different way is. Like, to, to be, like, I want to get rid of something without ha- immediately having the thing to
0: replace it with.
1: Uh-huh, right. But guess what? You have to. You have to. Sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. Not sorry. Mm-hmm. And to view things... I don't know, things in that way, too. The thing to replace it with, which is how we think. Of like
1: It's very all or nothing.
0: It's very all or nothing.
1: It's either I need this and everything that comes with it, or I need something that will completely... I mean, I think about it a lot in the context of spirituality when I'm talking to people about witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And I get questions from people that are very clearly informed by like yeah you have religious trauma you have like a a spiritual trauma of having internalized the idea that you know you have a Mm -hmm. soul that can be good or bad Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you can do things right or wrong Mm -hmm. and there's some like external force that's judging you Mm -hmm. and even if you are saying superficially i don't want to do that anymore you know i don't want to be part of this institution i want to do things differently Mm -hmm. if you're not addressing that stuff, the mm-hmm. like underlying, the root. You're not addressing the root. Mm-hmm. You're just going to do the same thing wherever you go in a new costume.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There are ways that you can make new age spirituality just as everything mm-hmm. as organized religion. Mm-hmm. Just as patriarchal, just as oppressive, yes. just as
0: imperialist. Mm-hmm. More so sometimes. More so sometimes. If you're not guided by. Yeah, if you're. Right. If you're just replacing the thing, if you're still looking uh, for that thing,
1: a thing that would be very satisfying if it exists, but it doesn't.
0: Happen. No. Da da. <laughs> yeah.
1: that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything positive for 2021?
0: I mean, again, I kind of think it is. It's not. It's a bummer too, but it's sort of what you're saying. You have to kind of accept it and sit with the bummer and like. Be like, yeah, now that I know this, it's like I have to go through it. And I think it's exciting to think of more people having this experience because of just how things have been. Um, And that, like, I don't know, like not in the like look for the good not in a silver lining Pollyanna way Start a gratitude yeah not not in that kind of way but in the real look for the good and the bad kind of way the like dialectical way of we have we, I'm thinking about my, our own life like to have this podcast for example is like such an expression of you've already given into that sort of free fall before COVID and I had just sort of given into that right before COVID hit and then to both be in that space and then to be able to do this thing and have this conversation and then talk to other people about it is, like, yeah. Like, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, and it just, it, it I don't know. I We don't know what's going to happen <clears throat> in 2021, and it's really, I just feel like.
1: I feel like it's going to suck
0: yeah no 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 we, yeah it, it could It gonna like
1: history has also taught me I am someone mm-hmm. who tends to to really like I think for all that I can sometimes appear Pollyanna-ish mm-hmm. I also have a deep like cynicism around like mm-hmm. I just think that the worst things are always gonna happen mm-hmm. and I think 2020 has also been a nice lesson for me and like yeah, things can be bad and not be the end of the world. Like uh-huh. things can be bad and not Chicken Little, the sky is falling. Yeah, just a nice reminder mm-hmm. of like things can be bad and also, you know, things don't actually. It's very rare for things to overnight go from zero to a hundred in that yes. way. Yes,
0: yes. This year, <coughs> Jesus, she's smoking <coughs> marijuana and eating chocolate and eating I'm mint so chocolate so a lot sorry. for the like. The Breath on the throat, I can like so f- feel what you're going through. Yeah, um, okay, i edit all this out, mm-hmm. including all these gross mouth noises. Oh yeah. my god, oh. <laughs> okay, what was I um, uh, things don't, aren't necessarily chicken littling mm-hmm. when they're bad. Mm-hmm. Things don't happen overnight, even though 2020 has been kind of a like, and it feels like in a that's moment say, everything can change. March, <laughs> but,
1: March 13th, 2020 mm, was Friday the 13th. That was the closest oh, cool. to a zero to 100 experience I've ever had in my life. Yes. I'm sure there will be more, plenty more in my life, but uh-huh. you know, even that experience was, it was as maybe like zero to 75.
0: it was yeah. zero to 100. Everything kind of still has a slow burn about it.
1: And there's always, I think, the part that's always so. I think hard to internalize for me at least, is that my anxiety and cynicism about the future comes from a place of like, I'm, it's the anxiety of losing control. Of like,
0: yeah.
1: oh, something bad's happening and the thing that's happening is going to be so bad that I'm. there's nothing I can do about it. There, mm-hmm. I'll be in a position where there's no decision making that I can make uh, for it to be any amount less bad. Mm-hmm. I think the reality is that no matter how bad things are, it's actually very rare that overnight we go from having options to not having options. There's actually very few situations in which we don't have options at all. Uh, mm-hmm. The options might be small mm-hmm. and not great, mm-hmm. but generally speaking, unless you're dead, mm-hmm. you have options.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you're saying that some for some it, it's you have options, and it feels like you, and for some people it's not really a choice. What options do you really have? Well, and it's and that cliche also,
1: thing of like you know mm-hmm. the person who's like, oh, I can't change the things in my life that I don't mm-hmm. like. Then it's like, okay, well... Again, there's all the reasons to not change those things, mm-hmm. and is the way that things are currently going yeah, working, working for you? Yeah, working for you. Like, like <laughs> you,
0: if you, you have nothing to lose here. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know? I mean, it
1: feels like you have everything to lose, uh-huh. but genuinely, if you're even having to ask the question, should mm-hmm. I jump ship from my whole life? Uh huh. <laughs> like, probably yeah.
0: Probably like, yeah. <laughs> probably
1: yeah. <laughs> probably, That's actually yeah. not a normal thing to feel about your life uh-huh, uh-huh. in that way. Well, like, I was, like, was gonna say
0: it's normal in that like it's a lot it's of typical, people. It's right. typical. Like.
1: But it's not normal in the sense of, it's not just a thing that you'll always experience no matter what. That's uh-huh. actually Like, to accept
0: that level, yeah. that assumption of, like, you just always feel that way. Like, no, you don't have to. If
1: you feel a need to escape your life in that way, there's probably things about your life that are, that require some tending to. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Big things,
1: small things, who's to say.
0: Right. And the choice is really, like, are you going to tend to them and how? Um, and, yeah, I think people are, again, everyone, myself included, just, like, nervous about Am I tending to the right things? Like you said, is the soul, the right and wrong thing, the vision of life expressing this idea that there is a right thing, and it's this family, and it's this relationship, and these things don't exist.
1: Well, and it's also, I think, the American individualist Mm -hmm. myth of, like, I need to work, and I need to have this job, because if I'm not taking care of X, Y, Z, then I die. Uh When the reality is that, like, I mean, that is probably true for some people, Mm -hmm. and humans are pro-social animals the way that we're supposed to keep each other or keep ourselves alive rather is by keeping each other alive. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. the, I think one of the options that's sometimes hard for people to see, especially when they're like behind that thick Mm -hmm. delusion plexiglass is like Mm -hmm. asking for help
0: Mm-hmm. is an option. Mm-hmm.
1: It might be unpleasant for a number of reasons, and it might not. you might not be able to get access to the amount of help or the kind of help that you need mm-hmm. or desire, mm-hmm. and you can ask for help. And I, this is a, similar to what I was saying earlier to you, Al. I'm saying this out loud, and I'm saying it to myself, of like, a lot of situations, uh, a lot of doors open up when you accept that you don't have to, not every single one of your decisions... Or, like life sustaining behaviors, has to be something that you personally are doing and in control of to mm-hmm. be legitimate.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm.
1: Actually, it's pretty pleasurable to help other people that mm-hmm. you care about. And I'm sure that there are people who care who about actually you. Actually, want to help you. Who want to yeah. help you. Right. Or even people who don't know you, mm-hmm. who want to help you. Mm-hmm.
0: Lots. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And not for and nothing. and the more that that becomes the reality, the, the more that one accepts that and engages in that kind of dynamic with people, you know, oh, right. the more that was about
1: the summer of like, wow, look at all this mutual aid mm-hmm. networks popping up. Look at mm-hmm. all of these like community building efforts that are happening. And now going into the winter, I'm kind of like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Again, it's hard to predict the future. Mm-hmm. If I would not have predicted in the in the summer that December would be like this.
0: Mm-hmm. No. No, me neither. It's like you said earlier, like, I, I don't think we're going to civil war. And also, like, I don't really know what's happening. It, but it does feel like there is just this, like, we're, we're going to go like through this slow kind of aching, yeah, creaking demise for a while. Like, there's going to be is,
1: political you know? violence. There's going to be increasing inequality. There's going to mm-hmm. be, I mean, even just in the last few weeks we've been talking about and with each other and with our friends that, like, especially friends of ours who are living in New York City, mm-hmm. are just experiencing this level of chaos. Yeah. Public chaos and unrest. Uh-huh. That is, I think, indicative of the fact that, like, yeah, because people are experiencing psychological, emotional, financial crisis. Yeah. 300,000 people are dead. So that's 300,000 people's social networks social that are networks, impacted by grief. Right. And that are also probably impacted by job loss. Yes. Could be impacted by losing housing. Yes. Or food insecurity. Right all the interpersonal conflict that happens when Mm. other things are stressed out yes yeah and again like things that pressure points that already existed and all of the fractures that appear Mm -hmm. when the pressure is this high Mm.
0: it's not easy Mm -hmm.
1: and again it's it feels depresso to talk about it and to not acknowledge it is like yeah. Whatever small joy comes from not acknowledging it, the, mm-hmm. like, joy of delusion, uh-huh. is not actually pleasurable. No. Because in the long run, it's like, that's a, that's a hole that once you start digging it, you can never stop digging. Mm-hmm. Like, you can never stop digging, because then it collapses on you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And that collapses. Ugh, terrible. Awful. And, and then it's like, bam, you're in a cult. And then, bam, you're in a cult. Next what? thing you know, kabow uh-huh. you're in a cult. You're in a cult. Don't do that And you surround yourself With other people Who do the same thing You know Well that's the saddest part Yeah you just That's what your life becomes
1: And again The hardest part of it Is you have to look at it In order to change it Which means Depending on how deeply You've dug the hole Mm -hmm. There might be a lot of Mm -hmm. Shit to get through To get Mm -hmm. back to The other side Mm -hmm. Level ground or whatever Mm -hmm. This is an extended metaphor That's kind of getting away from me
0: No no I, I hear what you're saying Dig dig Digging deeper Dig dig Yeah, yeah. The more you go through, the more, more you have to dig. Yeah, it's
1: one of the reasons why I'm like, damn. Like, Zoomer culture is beyond me in a lot of ways, Uh and like, I do worry about the teens for a lot of reasons. Uh And there are some ways in which I'm like, well, at least you figured this out about 30 years before any other generation of people Uh figured that out. At least in the like American social context of like, okay. There's young people today who have a, a nuanced vocabulary around, I don't know, things that I didn't really oh, learn until everything. like
0: five minutes ago. Right. Like, <laughs> right. So that part also makes me very hopeful, not to like put any pressure on the idea of youth because I actually feel like the expectation is more of adults because,
1: They're oh my adults. God, yeah, you're a right. fucking adult.
0: But it is, it is, it is hopeful to see that because it just, Reminds There's a level of harm that just won't happen to, to people now. Like, there's a level of harm that is still going to happen, yeah. But, like, for people being able to see themselves and their truth yes. and have language for their experience earlier, sooner, is like, yes. oh, wow. You don't have to walk around in a room with the light off to figure that out.
1: Like, certainly it's not as though homophobia, transphobia, etc. Cetera, no. et cetera Stopped existing. No. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's meaningful that, like, yeah, there's, like, middle schoolers who have new, more nuanced vocabulary around gender mm-hmm. than the middle-aged administrators that are running their school. Yes. I would argue that it's most that's schoolers. most middle schools. That's which most middle schools, which is also
0: part of the issue of well, like, right. oh, no. Right.
1: And that's why you should hire me. Yeah. To do your True. educational consulting. God, yeah, God. You, for an
0: administration for like middle and high school, can you, I can't imagine.
1: Yeah. That's what I, that's I know. what I have done. It's simply... You can't imagine I can't imagine How bad it is uh, Yeah It's bad It's worse Imagine how bad
0: you think it is It's worse It's worse <laughs> It's worse oh, It's worse That's real bad That could be a Patreon episode Horror oh, stories, horror stories from... from Within the New York City Independent Education educational system and system Yeah Let's just Break it, break down the DOE I used to work In
1: some of the wealthiest Independent schools In New York I only work in In a couple of public schools maybe
0: Okay Maybe like Three or four total Well we can Talk about the class Differences there, well, too. Well, yeah. So yeah. I was going to so say,
1: how? teaching at the independent schools was really a. Uh-huh. Well, I'll save it for the Patreon, but.
0: We'll it save it. The trip. The DOE. Terrible. little, little <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's Spoiler bad. alert. <laughs>
1: it's bad. Spoiler alert. Income inequality in New York City is out of control. Out of control.
0: Right. Like, I think about some of the things that I learned in the last few years that I'm like, Oh, if I had had different language when I was like sixteen for this thing that happened, I probably wouldn't have done x, y, and Z. Of course. And that's like, ah, ah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah mm. But I think that's also part of the the struggle in oh,
0: yeah, go by car, it is. snowing, tow truck shoveling
1: um Not yeah I think part products. part of the struggle of dealing with this kind of ongoing crisis stuff too is i think the the very human desire to like put everything into a single narrative that has like either a positive or a negative trajectory mm-hmm. and the problem is you can't plot any of this stuff on a line it's mm-hmm. not that it's i wish it was simple as saying like the kids are all right or the kids are not all right mm-hmm. or like things are getting better or things are not getting better uh-huh. that whole arc of history bends towards justice thing is so stupid I yeah i wish people would stop saying it yeah
0: it clearly because doesn't the planet is gonna die well right <laughs> well maybe that is justice i mean who knows the happening
1: uh- <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should do a patreon episode about the happening uh-huh a revolutionary text <laughs> Exactly. We should do an episode about eco-fascists. God, we should. Right. Actually, you know, submit your ideas for what episodes we should what do to heyemotionalabel. Co. com. So sorry, everyone. Co. 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 Dot. Mm-hmm. Hey
0: with three wives. Hey with three wives. .co. Co. Yeah. It's in there.
1: So. Hmm. 2021
0: 2021 do you have any new year's resolutions um i mean my resolution is always be more intentional that's stupid that is not stupid (laughs) i don't appreciate that judgment around my uh, resolution to be more intentional every year but it's a vague what does it mean it
1: well that's, that's like I was gonna say that sounds like that sounds less like a new resolution and more like an in, intention, <laughs> an intention in your life to be intentional <laughs> that you do every day. No, I
0: mean it projects itself onto different areas of my life. Mm-hmm, so I guess like it's like all my resolutions fall under the umbrella of do nothing without intention. Mm-hmm. So where do I feel like I have spent a lot mm-hmm. more intention, and where do I feel like could I could use a little could use a little more? And because of the state of things for me, the intention right now is more. Like home and inward, you know, like, um, seeing if there's, um, if I have certain allergies to certain foods, like doing a, um, that kind of thing, um, doing more crafts, hobbies, hobbies, um, and being more intentional about those kinds of things and engaging with that, um, because I think for a long time, like, I don't know, I feel like a long time, I, I have always had the resolution of, like, read more. Mm. I was an... A- do, and I, more. do more. Do more. Do more. Do more. Well, I think I was always... I think a lot of people have the experience of, like, I was an avid reader and now I can't read as well, much. Right. And I am trying to give myself more grace and, like, okay, perhaps part of it is, like, I simply am just not going to ever read as much again. Not
1: in that way. Not
0: in that way. And I read in other ways. And why don't I just fix not fix, but address the craving here, which is I want to do something. I want to stimulate my brain in a way that I haven't done before. So let me like try out some new things. So like making sense and doing the resin stuff has been part yeah. of that. Well, arts and crafts. Arts and crafts. And also reading things with intention. I am reading a book. I'm reading the book right now called Tracks. It's really, really good. But I'm like, okay, I think I can. Is that fiction? Um, Yes. It's not real. Fiction means it's not real.
1: Yeah. yeah. I just want everyone to know Al that I'm an adult woman with a master's
0: degree who every single time I ask, uh, is it fiction or not? Because it's like does not know. Because which it's like the one double one negative is. thing. Because fiction means not real. Non-fiction means real. Right.
1: But wouldn't you? wouldn't that be enough no. for it to then be cemented in your mind as like
0: its opposite? Yeah. Uh, I for because some that's reason how I learned it when I was eight. <laughs> for I was some like, reason I was it breeds enough doubt that I hesitate. And, and ultimately, see, what's your trauma? it's what's some your weird performance anxiety <laughs> about the fucking Dewey Decimal System and not knowing my right from my left. I don't know. I just fiction means it's not real. Fiction means it's not so real. so tracks is not real. Fiction tracks is not real. It's fiction. But I'm like, I can. This is a book where I can reasonably do like a chapter a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I nice. had a
1: similar thing last or maybe two years ago when I was like, oh, I haven't read in a long time. I'd like to read for pleasure. But, like, all the books that I'm like, oh, I want to read that are books that then when it's time to read, I'm like, ugh, I don't want to read that right now. I don't want to read that right now. Uh, And I started reading uh, the books that The Witcher video game series is based on. I never played the game. Oh, yeah. But I had seen trailers for the show, which Uh I then watched. But the Uh book was... Really delightful, good. delightful, and it's a—it's like sort of written as a anthology of short stories, uh-huh. which is ideal. Yes, I was like, I can re- literally I can read one chapter. Mm-hmm. It's a small attainable goal. Mm-hmm. It's very pleasurable mm-hmm. and like low key, mm-hmm. and then I'm done. mm-hmm it's nice. It's nice for things to be nice. It's, it's to be like, oh, my goal is something that is pleasant, not something that feels like I have to climb a mountain uh-huh. uh, to feel accomplished. It's Again, a, the pleasure of yeah. domination. Yes, including self-domination. Right, self-domination your
0: head around that. Yeah, the discipline. Oh. I'm gonna wake up every morning and do this incredible. The card in the tarot that
1: represents discipline is called the devil. Well, there it is. And there you have it, folks. Yeah. Do you have any resolutions? Um, not resolutions per se, because for obvious reasons, it's like, I think the new year is kind of an arbitrary time to, I would say that I am a person who, who attempt, has the intention of being intentional Uh uh, all the time. uh Like I'm, uh I think I'm always trying to be like self-crit, self-crit, what am I trying to work towards? Right. Um... Not, I make that sound like I'm like a really, like I'm a Virgo or something. Mm. I mean more <laughs> in the sense of like I'm always thinking about myself. That's uh-huh. what I meant to say. Uh-huh. I'm always thinking about myself. and uh-huh. like, how do I do? Like, what do I like? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. My astrologer did say that this year I should work less and play more. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to try and do that. Yeah. I have a tendency to make the things that I do for play into work. Yeah. Partially because it helps me do them because mm-hmm. I work much more easily than I play. But that's also part of the problem. Yeah. So, kind of similar to what you were saying. I mean, I'm also starting to do some arts and crafts. Mm We're starting to do some arts and crafts stuff together. Yeah. Um, I want to learn stuff. I want, like, in a structured way. Mm -hmm. I miss the feeling of being in, like, a class, like, a course. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for stuff along those lines. that I want to have some winter projects, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That are things that are, like, not about making money and necessarily about, like, learning things that could potentially make me money, but just, like... Mm -hmm. literally just vibing literally just um, vibing part of what I want to do to facilitate that is like Mm -hmm. do some strategic Mm -hmm. and um some strategic and kind of like Mm -hmm. automating stuff with my work oh yeah Mm -hmm. to make that financially feasible Mm -hmm. um, and kind of give myself the the leeway to ideally like I would love to only be working a couple days a week Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, be good for my living expenses. I'm not really much more ambitious than that. Yeah. I think the first step of that was putting the auto-reply on my email inbox, saying that, like, I only – my email inbox is part-time. Like, I only respond to emails a couple days a week. If it's mm-hmm. urgent, like, email me again and say it's urgent, and I'll look at it. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like, setting the expectation that, like, yeah, I don't – this is not – Hmm. Th- this is not part of my job anymore because I don't mm-hmm. want it to be, and it doesn't need to be. Actually, answering emails doesn't make me any money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't want to spend as much time doing it, not doing it, stressing about doing it, et cetera, et cetera. And that's kind of how I'm trying to think about everything that I do for money at this point. Like, how can I just kind of make the work that I'm doing as high impact as possible so I don't have to do it as much as as I have historically? Yeah. And then once I don't have to do it, allowing myself to then not do
0: it, Mm -hmm. which is going to be the hard part. Yeah, allowing yourself to not do it. But
1: I have a sneaking suspicion that putting less pressure on myself to work is actually going to, like, open up a lot of creative space for me mm-hmm. that might end up becoming incorporated into work at some point in mm-hmm. a way that actually feels way more organic than, like, the kind of, like, squeezing the last of the toothpaste out of attitude yeah. vibe that I've been feeling for most of the last year mm-hmm. of, like, I need to do this, I need to make something, I need uh-huh. to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, like, anxiety and kind of, like, tension is actually, weirdly, it's, like, not conducive to creativity. It's so weird how that <laughs> works. So strange how that works. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who thought? Not me.
0: Yeah. I was going to say your email thing has already been seemingly pretty effective. Just only...
1: It's amazing. Yeah. I only answer my emails two days a week anyways, but now I don't have to feel bad about it. Right. Because I've set the expectation that that's how often I answer my emails. Yeah. Instead of spending two days a week answering them and five days a week being stressed about not answering them. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's great. It's like, oh, these are the days where I will answer them. Yeah, it'll get answered. And guess what? If it doesn't get answered, nobody will die. Right. It's great. That's true of my job. Might not be true of your job. But of my job, (laughs) if I don't answer the emails, nobody dies.
0: No. It's not true of my job anymore, but there was a time where that... Well, yeah. where,
1: Where there's a lot more crisis.
0: There's a lot more crisis in a way where it's like, it's probably not true, but like... But it feels true. It feels true, and it honestly could happen. And if it did, well, that was the other thing. Whenever you work for um, social services in New York, well, I didn't work for social services, but close enough to it that I worked with social services, mm. and um, just to hear ACS workers always say, like, if you, you don't, you don't want to end up on the news. Like the oh, the yeah, driving yeah. factor for many people in CPS, ACS in New York State was you don't want to be on the news well, because you because a bad. child died, yeah, yeah. and it's like, I mean. I don't want that to happen either because that's terrible. But it's like the thing that you're talking about is yeah, you're you're talking about avoiding punishment. You're talking about avoiding getting caught, and you're using the death of a real person and like the harm of a family of a child and like a family's life as like your thing. Yeah, that's weird. Yep. Not very cool. No. So that. It can is why we will talk about nonprofits at some point next yeah, year, probably
1: next episode. Mm-hmm. So this is most likely, definitely, yeah, definitely our last, last episode, episode of, of 2020. Uh-huh. Um We'll probably put out a patron, probably a patron episode yeah, that's easy before peasy. the end of the year. That's like our holiday, New Year's officially episode. Mm-hmm. Um But then next month, mm-hmm. January next year, 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the plan is to kick off by talking about. Nonprofits, mm-hmm. bullshit jobs, mm-hmm. which is both a book and also a category of jobs mm-hmm. that we'll be talking about. Um, and I think, I mean, we haven't really talked about the details of of how we want to do the book club situation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there will be some sort of like patron specific book club opportunity thing if you would like to read. Bullshit jobs along with us and Mm -hmm. do like a I don't know I'm guessing some kind of patron chat or like special episode or something Something something,
0: like that yeah
1: um so yeah that's more or less all I know about what the future holds for the pod
0: Mm -hmm.
1: we're literally just like chilling and vibing
0: chilling and vibing into 2021 into
1: 2021 yeah trying not to be too depresso no. No. if you have any like posy episode topics please send <laughs> oh them God. to hey at emotionallabor.co uh-huh. uh or any episode topics uh-huh. or any questions uh-huh. or comments or feedback or insights or recommendations h-e-y-y-y mm-hmm. at emotionallabor.co <laughs>
0: That's yeah. We're
1: on Patreon at patreon.com slash emotional underscore labor. Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram at mm-hmm. All. Mm-hmm. Dot lay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Emotional labor with dots between all the syllables. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's all, right? That's yeah. All the things. That's all the things. We'll have a formal intro. Intro? Outro? Yeah. Outro at some point. But that's.
0: The point is when you hear it. So there it is. There you go. Mm
1: hmm. Um that's it any like parting notes for the year for
0: for the year for our
1: listeners
0: you know just godspeed good luck have a, have a good one if you would like to get <laughs> a
1: crimness present please tell a friend about the pod yeah um that would be a great present to me true your send your to pod Aaron, who you love <laughs> to your to other
0: friends you. uh-huh uh-huh
1: so do that mm-hmm. please and thank you please and thank write you. a review for us uh-huh. on whatever platform you listen. like subscribe hit the sh- bell hit the bell, <laughs> hit the bell share our, notifications.
0: share the memes of our page
1: oh yeah share share al's curated memes share the content mm-hmm. curated she finds it reinforcing
0: yeah love let's, to be reinforced
1: yeah let's get those memes on and popping <laughs> oh my god um cool. okay yeah i well, think that's
0: that's it punk and walter say snooze yeah
1: they're both asleep it's nap time um so, uh, to all, a good nap and goodbye. And happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Okay. No, wait. You hang up. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, about. you.